0: Well, today, dress listeners, we are bringing you a very special episode in lieu of what would normally be our fashion history mystery. Um, The world is a bit of a crazy place right now, and today's guest is bringing so much love and light into these dark times that I just had to share, Um, and she's doing it through her incredible clothing company and community.
1: Today we are joined by Amy Young, founder and owner of Arenda Tribe, which is based in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Using the colors of the rainbow as her guide, Amy breathes new life into old clothing and textiles with a sustainable and ethical approach to design that celebrates and supports her indigenous heritage and community. Amy was a designer in the fast fashion industry for years before, and she says she arrived at a place of consciousness and decided to pursue the sustainable design process that she had always believed in. Arenda Tribe is prefaced on Amy's desire to honor her heritage protect the sacred lands of this earth and also to help others.
0: And I cannot say enough wonderful things about Amy's approach to design. I mean, April, you've been on the Instagram. You've seen that every garment she creates is like this burst of sunshine. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a rainbow. Really, her clothing are rainbows that everyone can wear. And it just makes me so happy to see her clothing. But I really wanted to do this episode to share not only Amy's beautiful approach to fashion, but also the way she is using her work and her platform of her company to help others during this pandemic. Amy's work is just too important not to share with our listeners, especially because we can all actually help.
1: Amy is a member of the Navajo Nation. And after New York and New Jersey, the Navajo Nation has the highest coronavirus infection rate in the entire United States. So there is this lack of critical resources and infrastructures and and this has really meant that this community is especially hard hit. And as of today, the Navajo Nation has received exactly zero dollars in federal government aid. And Amy immediately, once she realized what was going on, pivoted her attention and created the Spread Love and Shine Light Auction, which brings together the work of her fellow makers and artists. So 100%, not like 10% or 15%, but 100% of the proceeds of this go towards critical aid that's really, really needed by the Navajo Nation right now.
0: And she's going to tell us more about that as well as her partnership with the Pueblo Action Alliance and Seeding Sovereignty on the Indigenous Impact Rapid Response Initiative. Amy is really here today to share with us this important and inspiring message of community, love, and hope. Arenda Tribe's slogan is, quote, inside all of us is the power to make change. So what happens when we all band together to help one another during this difficult time?
1: And for that reason, we are so pleased to have
0: Amy on the show today. Welcome. Amy, welcome to Dressed. Amy, it is such a pleasure to have you here with us today on Dressed. Thank you so much for taking the time to be here. I know you're very busy.
2: Hey, I'm saying thank you so much. And Danette, thank you for inviting me. Thank you for helping amplify the message of what we do. And just hello to everybody that follows you and Hopefully we can all be together in this moment and really talk about what's going on at this point in time, which is a new chapter for all of us.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And um, you're doing an incredible, incredible work right now helping the Navajo Nation. And that's primarily the reason I wanted to talk to you today. But um, I also want to start today with talking about Arenda Tribe, which is your beautiful company. Um, I've only recently discovered it a couple months ago. I, I actually was talking to you about setting up a meeting to come see you before all of the pandemic started. Um, Can you please tell us about your beautiful company, Arenda Tribe? You really describe it as your soul journey. And I'd love to hear a little bit more about your origin story and what inspired you to create this company.
2: Absolutely. So we're an Indigenous woman-owned, you know, because it's just me (laughs) (laughs) company based out of New Mexico, uh, that does upcycle fashion. And, you know, just my personal journey to get here, there's one side of it where I'm Diné. I was adopted out at birth. So this is a coming home to me, to my ancestral lands, to reintegrate with my tribe. But at the same time, you know, I'm a 35-year industry veteran from the apparel industry that just decided at a certain point that this isn't how I want to do things, and this isn't how I want to treat Mother Earth. And kind of just reshifted the dynamic of how I move through my creative life on a day-to-day basis, doing that with a very strong social conscious about the seven generations that come after me. The way that Indigenous people often speak of sustainability in our culture, it's making decisions on a day-to-day basis, not based upon yourself, but on the seven to eight generations that come after you. And so that's really our ethics when we decide to bring things into our line and into our life. It's really with that soulfulness of thinking not just about the now, but the long-term effects of that. So that's brought me to the channel of really working with a lot of old things, vintage things, discarded things, old fabrics, just reimagining how to take things from the past and making them relevant and contemporary for the now. I'm a complete and total textile nerd, so I'll just like preface the conversation.
0: A we love textile that nerds. Makes me
2: happier <laughs> than to in containment with this more full uh, vintage fabrics right now. Like, I'm not suffering at all through this process. <laughs> so I have a joyfulness in reimagining old things and things that are normally cast aside. I don't really support new supply chain as much because I feel like we really have so much already here. If we can just really reimagine the things that are old and and make them and invite them into our life, maybe it's restyling them. Maybe that's finding dead stock fabric and recutting it into something that's really relevant. Or my favorite thing in the world is to take old things and recolorize them. It's sort of like that feeling of, you know, the excitement when you have a black and white movie from the 1930s that's colorized and crazy technicolor. It's like that just suddenly makes the whole joyfulness of that movie experience times a hundred, right? Yeah. So I have that same feeling every single day when I, you know, get an old piece of something and like, oh, that could look really cool in ochre or that could look amazing in a rainbow tie dye. So that's pretty much how I've been spending the last you know thirty days in this containment phase of just really getting deep and intimate with all the the goods that I have in my shop
0: and I'm so glad you said joy because I mean that truly is what your clothing does it sparks joy every single day I get on my Instagram and you have another brightly colored rainbow dyed. You know, be it a jumpsuit or a sweatshirt set. I mean, it—they're so incredibly beautiful. It's like this rainbow of color.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I can tell you the inspiration right now.
0: Yeah, that's exactly what I wanted to ask you.
2: So you know, it's been hard. You know, this this whole time has been hard on all of us. Our whole lives have changed. Our children's life have changed. Um, You know, we're all in a very traumatic time. Right, trying to figure out how this whole thing works. So, my solution to that, instead of getting sort of um, completely frozen in the panic and the sadness and the anger about the way things are, is to put myself into creativity and to try to every single day, like a meditation, is to process colors. So, what you're seeing on our Instagram feed right now is the process a lot of my emotional state of how to heal, Mm -hmm. how to feel good how to be happy you know it's no surprise that there's rainbows because i think rainbows you know they're very symbolic for indigenous culture because you know think about it after rainbows is when all the growth comes when all the rebirth comes when all the new things happen on the earth and that's really the phase that we're in right now as humanity collectively is that we're in a very dark time a very stormy time it's very disturbing. It's very scary. But the rainbows are a reminder to each of us that there will be reverse, and that the time after this pandemic may be even better. We may be much more connected to our fellow humans. We might be much more focused on solutions to the planet, because I think everybody's coming together as a collective and realizing, you know we're all just brothers, sisters, neighbors, friends, we're all here for each other. So um, definitely my last 30 days of the Instagram feed have been that creative process.
0: And thank you for it. Because even if I myself am not creatively, you know, putting things out in the world, the fact that we have artists like you that are able to share your art with us and that process with us, I mean, I'm so incredibly grateful to you. So thank you. And the other beautiful thing, I mean, there's so many beautiful things about your company and what you do. One of them is that you are a platform for other Native American artists and makers. You use your site to sell their work. Can you tell us about some of these other artists and why this is such an important part of your business?
2: Yeah, well, even before the pandemic, it was an important part because, you know, I've already had a career per se in the fashion business. There's nothing I really want to accomplish with my brand other than bring joyfulness to the market, you know, done in a socially conscious way in the way I produce. But it's also a platform to present indigenous artists. You know, it's an area where, you know, there's some very savvy younger artists that I I love working with. It's inspiring to me, but there's also some artists we work with that are more further out on the res and not so savvy on social media and web platform. So it's really giving a showcase to some of these both younger and elder uh, artists that we work with that are a little bit more remote that don't understand as well how to quickly manifest wealth for themselves and for their family. So we've been offering that option. My feeling is I want to support them. And the normal retail structure of almost any resale is, you know, you buy it wholesale and you flip it, whatever. I wanna give 100% to these artists because it's basically, they're the future of my tribe. I want them to succeed. I want to elevate them. I wanna pass the baton so they get stronger and stronger so they can keep also, you know, being a good ancestor to their following. So it's just really focusing on the continuation of the tribe and the creative natives that I've been so blessed to meet. Now that I've moved back to New Mexico and like, it's very easy as you know, in Albuquerque, there's so many different tribes and indigenous creatives that live here that it's offered this amazing opportunity for me to connect and support them in any way I can.
0: Absolutely. And I mean, like you said, these are, you are doing this before this happened. Now it's more important than ever.
2: They've all had the shows like everybody. They've had any show that was like an Indian market or You know, even looking at the Gallup flea market, like I don't think these things are going to come back for a very long time based upon our current situation. So how do we help these artists that weren't really prepared uh, convert those sales to an online platform? I consider myself incredibly blessed that I'd already had my, you know, my web platform's been up and running for like a year and a half. So for me to offer space to them and help them sell through my following it's, you know, it's amazing. I, I just consider it. That's my community service. And that's me supporting the future. You know, these kids are the future of my tribe and supporting my my elders. We have some uh, matriarch medicine makers we have on our platform that are doing amazing work. Like they really wouldn't have the channels to sell if we didn't really offer them that space and, and the following that we have. So Yeah, it's absolutely, from my standpoint, just being a good ancestor to these people.
0: Yeah. And I mean, this absolutely might be the new normal for the foreseeable future. And I think the fact that we do have these online platforms and social media to share um, your art and your work in a way that, you know, we were doing that anyways, I guess. But like you said, it's more important than ever to support small businesses and local artists. And you're going to do it through online. and you know, dress listeners, I just encourage everyone, if you have money set aside that you usually spend on clothing, that you usually go to these markets and spend, you know, with your favorite vendors, get online and support and share as you normally would, because this this is just how it's going to be for a little bit. And then you get this art, you know, in the mail, and it's going to spark joy, and it's going to bring you joy in so many ways.
2: Oh my gosh. I love, you know, honestly, I get so many comments on Instagram like that. It's just, it makes my day right now because people it's just making, they're stuck at home. So, you know, they're shopping, but they get it and they're so excited because they can run around in their little rainbow sweatsuit we made for them like two days ago. And um, they're also, you know, they're part of that process because they see, they see me. It's just me out there dying stuff that, you know, in the backyard that makes me happy. And we, present that as an offering to our following. And, you know, the great part for me is that offering, especially, um, I think it's about two weeks ago, we launched launched an online auction, which is a a segue into what we're doing with our, our work with the tribe. You know, I have enough money right now to feed myself until August. And I have a place to live, I can pay my utilities. I'm in a very different situation than most of the people on the Navajo reservation right now. We have a pandemic. We weren't prepared for that. There was already critical issues with, you know, a very high rate of pre-existing conditions, a very broken infrastructure of healthcare, you know, through the, the, the way it's run out there. And a lot of people living at poverty level without simple utilities, like connecting to water and electricity. So imagine this thing about we have to wash our hands 20 times a day if you don't have running water. Imagine what it means to cook a meal if you don't have electricity, or even the electricity factor. Think about the fact that we all went out and bought two weeks worth of food to store in our pantries and our refrigerators. If you don't have electricity, you don't have a refrigerator. So how are they dealing with this pandemic on a very basic level? So it's the call to action to me because it was a very quick pivot for me to shift into how can I be of service So it was really meeting the needs of protection through production of masks, fundraising to to be able to get instantaneous food out there. We'd already been working for a year and a half with Tahali Community School on youth empowerment. So we already had a location where we could send shipments. And we already had a relationship with our community that would help deliver these goods to families in need. So it was a very quick pivot for us to be able to convert online sales where nothing is being taken out of that except solely the cost of the good and diverting that immediately into aid to the res. So that was my offering. It's like it's a very different business dynamic, but I've been actually designing collections right now solely based on converting the profit of that product to buying N95 masks to convert it to non-perishable food funding Just today, we bought 2,000 KN95 masks to send out to Northern Navajo Medical Center for PBE, which they don't have in the midst of this pandemic. The day before, we had masks, hands-on masks that our amazing following has been donating and sending to Holly. We brought that down to an office that's dealing with the families, um, you know, burying their loved ones who also had no protection. So this is a way that on a daily basis, we can convert our online platform, our socially conscious following of like-minded people, and really rallying to bring aid because the government has done zero. There's zero dollars that have been uh, aided to these tribes in this pandemic to date. And we're hitting the peak in two weeks in the middle of May. So it's a critical time. You know, I'm not really worried at all about a tribes and brand right now. Right. We um, really had a little delay in our conversation because I'm trying to get wholesale food vendors to deliver by next week. And I'm trying to get production of 2,000 masks to drop ship on Monday directly to the tribes and distributed. These are the things that I get to do with my time because people are holding time and space for my my brand and helping through the sales of our product. It allows me to be able to graciously give of the talents I've acquired over this 35 years of being an apparel designer and a design executive. I want to be able to come to the aid of whatever is needed over the next months because this is not, it's not going to go away in the near future. And uh, it's just a critical time, very critical time.
0: Yeah. And that's exactly why I wanted to really, you know, get this interview on, on Dressed because how can, how can people help you? How can our listeners help you in this fight?
2: I'm looking at the situation, you know, with everybody drastically having a different finance level than they did a month ago, right? Uh, If you have nothing to give, help us amplify the message, repost us on Instagram, get the word out. There's definitely people out there that aren't in that situation. The people that have wealth and that have the means are the ones that we really ask to give right now. On my platform, there's definitely a place that you have an online auction where we're giving 100% of those proceeds. Within the next week, back to some organization that needs it on the res. We have a place to donate money, which again, converts on a weekly basis of the needs. Um, Some examples of that would be Last week, we bought a bunch of firewood to all the families in need in the Two Gray Hills chapter. We've been delivering food packages to our elders so they don't leave their house, so they stay at home and don't leave, you know. They don't have to go to a grocery store. It comes to them. We're delivering the food on the weekends for the food not covered by the USDA to the families in need and the children that are from the school that we've been working with because nutrition is a super important part of them staying healthy. We're starting to work in PPE areas and helping the medical centers that need help. So really it's all finance-based. It's being able to give what you can give. If you wanna buy something and convert that money into an actual gift of masks or of food donations, that's exactly what happens when you buy the products on our auction site. We actually even list that if you buy this sweatsuit, the profits of this convert to 40 masks You know, we're getting those made at a very inexpensive price in downtown LA right now because we have corporate sponsors that have donated fabric. So we've probably got the best lowest price mask production going on in downtown LA right now because it's based on donation of the components. And yeah, that's it. And if you do have the means to give to, I always look at it this way. If you have enough to kind of make it through this thing, which is like what, August when we... Hopefully, have a little shift in how our lives are going to be. If you have enough until then, think about the families that don't have enough until tomorrow or or until next week. Because when we talk about bringing aid to those that need it the most, that's who I'm talking about. It's finding that situation of how can you make impact on the ones that have the most need, and that's 100% my focus with our our work on Navajo Nation is to really um, very gracefully get that there in the quickest way possible in the most rapid way possible to help those families out. We're really incredibly gifted in our relationship with Tahali Community School because our network is set up with a staff of teachers that normally right now would be delivering school lunches, sending home lessons and packets, but they're going up and beyond for their community by sorting huge amounts of boxes of donations coming in, And getting those sorted and packaged along with the school lunches to deliver to the families. So that is just the gift they're giving back to us in being our kind of daily delivery service to those families. So um, we're hoping to expand because, you know, as we get more donations, the whole focus is to use this business model that seems to be working really well and try to reach more people. The highest rates of spread we have right now uh, in Navajo Nation are San Juan and McKinley County up near Shiprock, Farmington. So um, that's definitely been my focus for the last five days since I, have you know, it's database like anything. I'm like a total Fauci lover. It's like just really looking at the numbers, really making conscious decisions, pivoting that as new information comes in and getting as much as we can get to help the people in those crisis zones.
0: And we're, of course, going to post links to um, arendatribe.com, O-R-E-N-D-A tribe.com, links to your auction, links to the Indigenous Rapid Response Initiative that you're also working with.
2: That's a collective of uh, our sisterhood between Seeding Sovereignty, which is a 501c3. So anybody wanting to give a much larger donation that needs a tax receipt, that's definitely the place to go. Their amazing uh, network of sisters that are doing work, as well as Pueblo Action Alliance, which is an Albuquerque based group that's working with all of the Pueblo tribes and Apache tribes. So, through this collective, we're helping bring aid to Navajo, Apache, and Pueblo um, tribes in crisis. And again, we've funneled anything to do with like mask donations. So, say if you're a small sewing group, or you yourself has sewn 20 masks. What do you do with those? How do you get those out here? You can go to Seating Sovereignty and they have a whole little area on the mask drive and I can send you the link for that uh, where you can actually say how many you're sending and it'll give you address where to send that
0: to. Oh, wonderful. So that's
2: a great resource. And then, you know, also just kind of tells you how to process that order and send it. So they've done a, a phenomenal job on their website at showcasing that information to kind of just help people funnel and know what to do and you know what to put on the USPS box whenever they send it.
0: Amy, thank you so, so much for being here. I know you're incredibly busy doing all this incredible work and we really appreciate it. You're an inspiration. And like I said, dress listeners, you're going to find all the information in our show notes. So Amy, thank you again.
2: Thank you so much. Thank you so much and stay safe. Yes. Stay
0: happy.
1: <laughs> you Be joyful. D- you Get
2: do. Out there and do <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much,
1: dear. Amy, thank you so much for being here and for all of the incredible work you are doing and also inspiring. And Dress listeners, you can help. You can head over to ArendaTribe.com, and that is spelled O-R-E-N-D-A Tribe.com, to check out the Spread Love and Shine Light auction, where again, 100% of the proceeds, of course, there might be a little pesky transaction fee here or there, right? But that all goes to the Navajo Nation like all of the proceeds so and 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 there's also a place to donate if you're interested in that as well because every little bit helps
0: yeah, and I know that I and maybe some of our listeners can relate to this. I felt pretty helpless about how to help others during this time. Um, you know, I've I've bought gift cards where I can, etc. Supported the local businesses that I can in my community, and this is a way to directly support people on the front lines of this pandemic and to really rest comfortably. Because you know exactly where your donations are going. Amy is constantly posting updates on the Arenda Tribe's Instagram, which is at Arenda Tribe. And for instance, in one day, the Spread Love and Shine Light auction raised enough money to provide... 3,500 reusable masks, 2,000 KN95 masks, and 1,800 meals. So that is incredible. That's amazing. And that's in one day.
1: So um, maybe you don't necessarily have extra money to donate, but if you have sewing skills and a little bit of extra time and 100% cotton fabric on your hands, um, we have posted a link in our show notes to the Seeding Sovereignty's mask drive. So if you also have access to free PPE or personal protection equipment, which is what that means. Or if you know someone who does and are looking to donate, please reach out to info at
0: arendatribe.com. Well, that does it for us today. Dress listeners, may you consider the power inside yourself to make change next time you get dressed. You know, we love hearing from you. So please write to us at dressed at iheartmedia.com. Be sure and follow along on Instagram at dress underscore podcast. This is also our Twitter handle. And you can, of course, follow us on Facebook at Dressed Podcast
1: without the underscore. Last but not least, thank you to our producers, Holly Fry, Casey Pegram, and everyone else at iHeartmedia that makes this show possible each week. We will catch you soon.